The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of Newcastle United 1, Leeds United 2. And thank God the final whistle has gone on that one. My name's Adonis and uh, you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. And joining us today is Lee Wakefield. Hello. Hello. Debut show. Debut. Um, Which podcast do you do, Lee? What's your other one? Uh, the Full 10 Yards College Football Podcast. So I'm changing my sport now to the round ball instead of the egg-shaped ball. The that's American one. football? That's right, yeah, that's right. Jesus, okay. Um, yeah, we, we'll have to cut that bit out. Um, Cookie <laughs> Hello. is with us as well, at Mickledonians. That's me. And who are you on Twitter? Uh, at Wakefield90. Okay, so we've done all that. Right. What, what are your first thoughts on that game then? Thank God the final whistle's gone. Heart rate's just about slowed down now, hasn't it? Since we've uh, we've sort of got around the table five minutes after the game. But uh, yeah, good win. Glad it's over. And uh, go on with three points, I think. Cookie? Uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, it was, it was really, really, really fucking painful. The sort mm. of game that reminded you of what it felt like to be a Leeds fan for the last decade, where mm. you're holding on for dear life stressed out like crazy. I mean, I expected us to maybe have games like that this season. Just didn't expect it to be against fucking Newcastle for <laughs> no. crying out loud. Steve Bruce ball. So yeah, I mean, listen, Rafinha, <laughs> fucking Bruce superstar. But, no, Rafinha's a superstar, but I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't cracking, but we've won. And 14 points clear of relegation, so buzzing. What's to complain about? So for me, my first thoughts are get the fuck into the transfer market and buy us some fucking midfielder who can can tackle. Um, and 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 because for a start, our players are dropping like flies. Somebody said, somebody tweeted that Lorente is tested positive for for sure nineteen. I love that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, hasn't he? Fucking eight minutes in, he's down and he's off. I am going to defend him as I did before, which is, yes, he's clearly made out of digestive biscuits and is struggling massively, but came back against Chelsea, no actual preparedness. There was no under-23s games, nothing really. And then he's played one under-23s game and come back in, yet Bielsa himself, and I'm very, you know me, I'm loath to criticise Bielsa is the god that has saved our club. But how do you justify doing what he's done? Because, I mean, I bet Lorente is pissed off with him. I mean, God knows what injury he's done now. It looks like a pretty bad hamstring injury. God knows how long he'll be out for. I just don't think the Newcastle game was a game you needed to risk Lorente for, in my opinion. Our players look fragile. That's kind of... Kind of what I was going at. They look like they're dropping like flies. Fucking you, flies. You'd be fucking fragile if you did murder ball. 
it almost was murder ball when Melier got kneed in the fucking head, and then he and then he got kicked in the head. Um, the world, is there an argument for for violent conduct, Lee? I mean, what the fuck? What and, the fuck's going on? I mean, Anthony Taylor just shouldn't be able to ref Leeds United, should he? He just never gives us a thing. They like, you know, we're getting Dallas getting kicked, Rafina's getting kicked. Uh, like you say, Meliak taking a couple of blows, and I mean, I'm saying, I'm not saying that he, we didn't foul their players, but my God, he just doesn't ever give us a thing, does he? I just don't think he refs the game in a fifty-fifty manner. And uh, yeah, maybe, like you say, maybe a murder ball taken a bit too literally this, this evening. <laughs> yeah. He's from Manchester, isn't he? Yeah. Anthony Taylor. Yeah, he's from Manchester. Yeah, I don't um, understand how he's allowed to referee our yeah, games. <laughs> I, I don't want to get involved in conspiracy theories, but looking at the evidence of this evening, I just doesn't don't think like things add up with the way that he refs our games because he was uh, same sort of thing when we played the scum, wasn't he? Really, it was just weird. Some of the things he let go. I mean, I do. do I don't think the knee to the head or the kick to the face by Callum Wilson were particularly purposeful. Although Wilson clearly made no effort to get out of the way, but um, it was weird as well. Like. When Harrison committed that foul um, and Wilson came up and shoved him once straight in almost into the face of the Newcastle player and then Harrison got shoved again by him and I didn't even see Anthony Taylor say a thing, like nothing at all. There was also a high boot that sharded and then he played on and then one of their players had a shot. And I was like, if he rattled that into the top corner, I would have been throwing my TV out the window. For Anthony Taylor, I know he's a short lad. And it must be difficult to judge height from that perspective. But when the boot is above the other fella's head, I'd consider that a fucking high foot, wouldn't you? Fucking. I mean, I'm not gonna. Cunt. I'm not gonna. I throw fucking glass. hate that bald cunt. <laughs> fucking I'm hate just, him. I'm not gonna throw uh, stones in glass houses about short people. To be honest. Oh, why are you tiny, Lee? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless your little cotton socks. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not a cunt though, so we'll let you off. Well, we haven't, we haven't, wait, wait a second on it. <laughs> we have not worked that out in. yet. <laughs> we haven't judged, we can't, can't judge him yet. True, true. I mean, would, um, he, would he really be on this podcast if he wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> There's also been a few tweets going out about people moaning about that performance. You know, there's, there's people saying, oh, we've got, we're back to winning ways and we've got three points out of it. We played, in my opinion, like fucking dog shit. We made Newcastle look a decent team, and they're not a decent team. We allowed them to run through us. They've had, I don't know, I haven't looked at the stats because this is just exactly how much preparation we do for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult enough for me to get out of bed. So you can imagine what it's like to run a fucking podcast. Um, but we'll look up the stats in a second. But I think they've had fucking twenty shots on uh, twenty shots against us. Um, yeah, and, and I think we've had eight or something. There were points in time when they had that when we had thirty nine percent possession. I mean, we what the fuck has happened? Because we were where have Leeds gone? We were outpassing Man City at one point, and we were making Man City look like Aston Villa. And I know that Aston Villa were making Liverpool look like AFC Wimbledon. But that's not the point. Mate, an absolute, <laughs> what has happened? Yeah. Dog shit, wasn't it? I know, an absolute shadow of ourselves. I mean, I don't, I don't get this. It pisses me off every, every week, whether we win, draw or lose. 
no player is above criticism. It's our job as fans watching on to say what we think, and especially when we're on a podcast, to talk about what we think. And if I'm on Twitter, to say what I think, like, was Rafinha very good? Yes. Did he do a really fucked up, weirdest back pass I've seen in my entire life? Fuck yes. Am I allowed to talk about that? It's like... Oh, my God. There was there were so many poor performances tonight. That was an up and, and under, wasn't it? That was a fucking rugby, is, rugby union up and under. <laughs> and the thing is, listen, we're as happy as anybody else that we won, aren't we? I mean, we're Leeds fans. We're buzzing. We've won. It's great. But don't pretend what that was. You can't polish a turd. We were shite and we looked at an absolute mm. shadow of what we've been last season and the first, what, 10, 12 games of this season, the last five or six we just haven't been doing that transitioning out. And even with Ailing back in a, a more progressive position today, still to struggle and click came on and was just didn't do a lot. So yeah, but we've won. I mean we've won, so I'm happy. But yeah, a lot of shit performances. Yeah, it was it, it was like we were a bit scared, weren't we, in the second half. As soon as they got their tails up when they scored, they brought on St. Maximum after that. I mean, I know we equalized pretty quickly, but the flow of the game completely changed on their goal. They seem to have the tails up. They seem to be able to be a bit sharper. And we went the complete opposite way. We just seemed to be able to give the ball away in our own half like no other team in the world <laughs> at the because, minute. And yeah. Harrison is one for it for me that really pisses me off when he's got the ball in the defensive area and he just dallies on the ball too much and gives it away. Alioski is the same. So you've got that whole left side then that you've got that weakness on. And it just makes the, the momentum of the game switch the other way completely and gives them a reason to believe. And, you know, Newcastle shouldn't have a reason to believe because they're dog shit, you know, before <laughs> yeah, today. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, how many games is it since they've last scored before they did today, I mean? And how many games is it since they've won? And we give them a sniff and we shouldn't do. We should just be yeah. snuffing that game out and, and uh, just going from 1-0 to 2-0 and onwards like we did in the home game. After we scored, we let them into it. We were dominating before then. They, they, I, I don't think they'd even they'd maybe had a postcard from from our our half of the pitch from our final third. So I mean, I've looked you, it up now, probably, right? Yeah. Twen, they've had twenty two. They've had twenty two shots. Twenty two shots. I bet. I bet you they haven't had a fuck. They haven't had that many. Uh, I bet you they haven't had that many shots against another team all season. We have made them look. so so good it's unbelievable like they were so bad they had they had whatever they did with possession it, it, before we scored they did absolutely fuck all with it nothing they were passing sideways they were passing backwards they were so inside of themselves they were such a bore they were so boring to look at they were making me starting to hate football and then and right after we scored, our benevolent side came out again. Oh, we've got to be charitable. These poor Newcastle fans, think of what they've been going through. Give them some hope. And we've just fucking fallen asleep for the rest of the game. Yeah. I mean, mate, we, we love Calvin Phillips, right? And he was Sorry. redundant today. And what you mentioned about getting a midfielder. I mean, the last two Premier League games have been what? Brighton and Newcastle. And... I can all no. I mean, I can't accept Saint Maximan walking through as like his prime Maradona, um, but at least he's got some skill. But in the Brighton game, Ben White, who don't get me wrong, his class walked through our midfield like he was prime Maradona. We let so many players just drift. All they've got to do is take one player out of the game, and honestly, they could take on half our team. It just looks a mess. It's I just don't, I don't know how you mm. fix it. Is it something you just accept 
with the way we play football that this is how we play and we just got to get a better class of player to play it so that we're more efficient and score more goals I, I don't know but it's fucking stressful <laughs> it, it's the system isn't it when as soon as you kind of break that line with a dribble like Ben White we saw it Maximam today as soon as you break that line everyone's kind of got to turn the other way and get back haven't they and central defenders are just scared to come out you know how many times we see Liam Cooper kind of you want him willing to go out but he's got that other guy next to him like the other attacker or whoever and he can't go to him and it just means their guy can just basically walk to the edge of our box and have a shot. And luckily we've got a good goalkeeper at the moment, <laughs> not like last year or the last couple of games. But, you know, and we are getting away with it and it is bloody stressful, you know, to watch a player or a team just kind of come forward and forward and forward like that and just have shots and shots and shots. I mean, I know Donny's saying that we've we've caught, conceded 20 shots today. Luckily they weren't of the best quality. I can maybe think of three or four that were, but, you know, we're not going to get away with it, are we, for, for very long and we haven't in the past. We're a fucking northern club. Leeds United have always had midfielders in the centre of the park who fucking tackle you. They get the ball, and if you've got the ball, you're in trouble because we're on you, and we're going to fucking take you out, whether you've whether we get the ball or not. But you're going to be scared on the ball, and Newcastle did not look scared on the ball. We were letting them run through us, and that's not our way. We've had players like Billy Bremner. David Batty, Vinnie Jones, over the years, who get stuck in in midfield. That's who we are. So I, I love I love Bielsa. Don't get me wrong. I, I I love the what he's done to the club and the style of football that we've played. But there's there's a reason why more more than just that he's from Leeds. There's a reason why we love Calvin Phillips. You know, and um, and at the start of this season, we were making more tackles than any other team in the Premiership, just like we made more tackles than any other team in the Championship last year and the season before. And that's gone. It's it's gone. And I don't know I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but Newcastle, as you said, Cookie, are not full of prime Maradonas. We need to get some men in the pitch, some fucking men who get stuck into those tackles and and I was screaming at the TV and we've we, we fucking recorded, right? I've never recorded myself watching a game, but we decided to try it out, right? Because there's all this, I would never watch somebody's match reactions to a game. And I don't know why people do, but obviously they do. So we've tried it out and I'm fucking yelling at the team, get a fucking tackle in! Sorry, had to get that off my chest. Are you all right, Donny? No, it was shit. Where's my football team gone? What's happened to them? I think, though, mate, you, you're not you're not going to get that under Bielsa at any point. Can you tell me when we've had that, really, that midfield enforcer? Yes, Calvin Phillips does interceptions, turnovers, distributes the ball, but Calvin Phillips is no Bremner, he's no Olivier Decor, he's no David Batty or Vinnie Jones. He's not that kind of player, and... I, mm. I can't see that kind of player fitting in in a Bielsa type of team, if I'm honest with you. I just don't think that's what he would want. Someone brash and in your face doesn't strike me as a Bielsa personality. So I think you've almost got to accept that if we're playing with Bielsa, we might never, never in his tenure get what you're looking for in that way. But certainly something has to be shown up in that midfield. I mean, Dallas in midfield just doesn't work for me. 
click. It looks broken. Um, yeah, there's something not right. Well, I think in the past, when if we go back to the start of the championship season last year, when we had Forshaw and Click, not defensive players by any means, but they have that niggly capacity just to kind of like nick the ball. And Click was very good at it. And obviously, once Forshaw got broken, never to be seen again. We had Pablo, who you know, not a defensive player by any means, again, but he again has that niggly capacity to win the ball here and there cleverly. Mm. But I think we're missing that at the minute, as you say. Cookie Click just looks a bit of a shadow of his former self. I don't know if he needs a bit of an extended break or just needs to go away and find himself or something like that. I'm not sure. Just make are you suggesting that that Clicky goes on some kind of vision quest, some psychedelic mushroom <laughs> fueled trip to the to the caves and the mountains? If it gets him pinging him in from thirty yards again, then I'll I'll take it. I'll pay for it myself. <laughs> He's gone for shit ever since Bielsa said he could play for any team in the world. As soon as he said that, fucking cursed him. He's saying he believes his own hype it then, in that way. I just think he's been cursed. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come okay, back, let's, he's a good player. Let's move on to some positives then. And I believe you have some positives, Cookie. I do. Um, yeah, um, I mean, it's not... It's clutching at straws a little bit. I mean, Rafinha's not because Rafinha's easy to talk about, easy on the eye, creative, does everything Pablo used to do, um, has an eye for a pass. I mean, without him in, in that team today, I don't think we get the result we got. Um, I just thought the link-up play between him and Rodrigo was was quite good. It's looking like they're developing a good understanding. Um, and Rodrigo, whilst he still doesn't look comfortable in that role, um, looked better today than he has done recently um, because of that link-up play with him. I do wish he did that shot on his right early in the first half, um, but obviously then went and, you know, did he did he set up Rafinha's goal? I think he did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Yes. So, you know, he, he looked, th- those two looked all right. Um, I think that is probably, and ailing back on the on the right-back sort of side, you know, progressing the ball, you could see that in the first half, maybe not as much in the second. And I don't know whether people see this as a positive, but I quite enjoyed the fact that we actually took the ball into the corner flag when we were struggling, whereas normally we just carry yeah. on going for it. I wondered whether that's a Bielsa instruction or whether the players have just gone, fuck this, I am not losing today. I did notice that yeah. myself, and I wondered if it was a bit of ailing, just using a bit of professional sort of uh, gamesmanship, bit of nous, bit of experience, because he seemed to be the first one to do it, and then Roberts did it later on, and he tried, you know, ailing tried to do it again. But you're right, we don't end up doing that, do we? We just kind of go for it, another goal, another goal, another goal, and it, it's you know, it adds to the heart attacks that we have as fans, doesn't it? But uh, yeah, positives wise, I definitely agree with you, Cookie. Rafina was was head and shoulders above everyone, I think. Roberts another positive for me. I thought yeah. thought he did well again. Coming on, I think has he done? Offset. See, their goal came directly from Bamford not being able to make a three-yard pass. Um, you know, when you look at all all these TV, and there was that guy who had that reaction to Manchester United scoring uh, two goals in the first minute or whatever. It Can you give us your was. impression, Donny? <laughs> um, oh fuck off! Fuck! Fuck off! Fuck this! Ah! Something like that was it. Um, I might have to turn my <laughs> microphone down during that bit. Um, very sorry for anybody who uh, I've just burst their eardrums, but you won't be able to hear my apology anyway, so useless in it. Um, but that's kind of my reaction to I don't I don't have that reaction when we when we concede a goal, but when we have a professional footballer who is on 
more money than a lot of people get in a year, not being able to make a three-yard pass. That's when I can lose my my shit a bit. I mean, I go through fits and spurts with Bamford in terms of how I feel about him. When Bamford is on fire, like he's been at the start of this season, I mean, he's just class, isn't he? But I don't know whether anybody else noticed, but his body language from the get-go, and don't get me wrong, he wasn't getting the service couple of good runs missed. But his body language wasn't just, I'm disappointed the ball didn't come to me. It was furious arms flapping about. It just looked like he's, he needs a goal really badly. I mean, there's no chance he's getting dropped for Roberts, in my opinion. I still think he brings a lot to the team when he's playing well. And we all know that Bielsa will stick by him through bad form, um, which is why the, those two love each other. But it, it's his He's form he's forming concerning, yeah. I mean, still what you're talking, ten goals this season, maybe only one in the last five, but we didn't think most people didn't think he'd get to double figures this year, so be rude to complain about him, but yeah, he's he's frustrating at times, isn't he? And he's not even getting chances at the moment. Yeah, he's really frustrated by the lack of service, isn't he? I think we we said it, didn't we, in the, in during the game. And I mean, that's fair. You know, the service hasn't been there for him. But like you say, Cookie is a streaky striker, isn't he? He needs that goal just to boost his confidence up again. And then it's like Bamford then to go get another one, you know, next week, another one after that, and he'll go on another little run. Um, but yeah, his body language and his sort of general link-up play is suffering because of that, I think, as a knock-on effect. And, you know, I thought Roberts did well, as Donny said, as he come on. Um, wasn't expecting too much. Probably quite a lot of people were thinking it was the wrong change. I was certainly one of them. I thought the game was crying out for Pablo and his control that he can bring to the game. But yeah, it's fair play to Roberts. He played well. Um, it was really unlucky when he back it through to click that that shot got blocked because yeah. that would have been goal of the season contender, wouldn't it? That little link-up play that we put together. Um, but that's what Roberts brings you. I think he brings that directness. He brings a clever little touch. And when it does come off, which in the past, in the Premier League, it, it hasn't, which has been really frustrating. But he does have that little little quality moment in him. And um, yeah, long may that you know continue. And if he gets a few more minutes because Bamford gets brought off a few times you know, earlier than he usually does, then maybe that's what he needs. Because I've been saying that Roberts needs like games. He needs games to improve. He needs games to sort of find himself in this league, I think. And uh, maybe we saw a bit of flash, a flash of that today. Uh, it's been nine hours of football. <clears throat> since Bamford has scored from open play. So, um, to be honest with you, he's a saint for getting frustrated now. So it's noticeable to us, to people who barely are able to analyse the game. <laughs> it's um, it's it, He's an absolute saint because if I don't get a through ball in five-a-side um, once, You'll fucking know about it. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, why didn't you fucking pass to me? I was on. <laughs> you know? And Bamford, I can't imagine Bamford saying something like that. He's like, oh, geez, Jackie, it would have been awfully nice if you'd have uh, passed to me then. You know? <laughs> That's probably his mode. <laughs> Modus operandi for the first seven hours. You know what I mean? So I think you do have to cut him some slack. In that regard, and then and and he he was he had an open goal from two yards, not that it was necessarily guaranteed with the form he's in at the moment, but he did. If he, all Rafinha had to do would have been square the square the yeah. ball. Um, so I think he has every right to complain about the surface he's got when he hasn't scored an open play for so long. Um, yep, yeah, since the last time we 
we played Newcastle basically. So it's it's been over a month. I don't think um, he'd complain as politely he... as you think. No, probably not. No, I've got to play up to the stereotype though, don't I? <laughs> um, I can't play violin for him at the moment, but he could. Anyway, for me, um, I think Roberts has has done well enough to deserve to deserve a chance because I don't think um, I don't think Pam- Bamford is doing the things that he's lauded for well enough at the moment. I don't think he's getting the ball enough. So I don't think that, I think that's up to him to drop back and get into good areas and, and shout at people and demand the ball. And, and, um, and, and then when it does come to him, I don't think he's strong, strong enough at times. Um, I think that there was a time when he was being really mean and nasty and he developed that edge. And you could certainly see that in games like the, the Villa, the Villa game where we won three nil and he got a hat trick. Um, I haven't seen that kind of strength and grittiness and and dirtiness from him since then really and we were all praising him for it at the time and you can't hear anybody praising him for it now because it's not fucking there and Roberts held the ball up so well the last few games he's come on he's he's been dynamic he's been able to make three yard passes which is a bonus on Bamford and 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 he gets the, the play moving he gets it going um it so happened though Donny I, I no, don't know if it maybe should. not. <laughs> there was one point where Roberts had the ball and he was running at them and there was this wide open space and I thought, yes, this is the Roberts that I saw against West Brom, against uh, Hull. And this is this is the Roberts we need and, and maybe it's time for him. We never thought Bielsa would drop click and look what happened. So you never know. It's taken a lot for that to fucking happen though, Donny. A lot for that to happen. So, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I'm I'm not sure. Um, I would stick with Bamford for now, but if it carries on, we we've all seen it. He got to a point where he was ready to give Enkatia his chance when Bamford really was mm. struggling. You know, he was ready to do it, and then he got injured. So I wouldn't rule anything out, but I'm not sure it's the right move right now. I particularly, don't think it's the right move off the back of a win, where at least we should hope to get a bit of confidence back. I mean, the other would we have won? If if it wasn't Newcastle, no, I don't know. I think I mean I, I think we're being a bit negative after a win. I mean I think there was elements of that grinding it out. You know we defended pretty well. <laughs> Melier's not been that busy. We're, we're kind of coming on as though we've lost one nil or lost two one. Not and busy. He wasn't busy. We had about four shots on target. He had a lot of shots as you mentioned before. But what they had the Almiron uh, goal. Uh, he had one shot from Almiron quite far out header. Apart from that, it was just crosses and lots of headers away and saves. He's been in a fucking UFC match. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's not shots though, is it? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's fair to say though, Lee, that a lot of that has to do with Newcastle's quality going forward. And that's where I think Donny's point about if it was another team, would we win that game? I think if we're up against one of the teams who have put a lot of goals past us this season, if you give them 22 shots, we're in bother. Um, I think that's just a matter of fact. But I know what you're saying about it feels negative and that's why I've mentioned about Rodri and Rafinha before because I think at the end of the day, the best teams, and we're not one of the best teams, but the best teams, the teams who stay in this league are the teams who get wins when they play shit. And we haven't played very well today, but we have won and Rafinha was outstanding. Melier was very good for what he needed to do. And... We won. I mean, 
that's the, that is the positive. We've won. We're 14 points clear of relegation. Anything above 17th this year is a bonus. The 49ers have just bought a stake in us. Again, increased it. We're going to have fuckloads of money in summer, and we're obviously going to be the next Chelsea next year. <laughs> Spend 200 well, million, me... but actually fucking do something with it. Made me feel a bit better. Thanks, Cookie. Um, so there you go. So, uh, I'm, I'm, But the thing for me is that we, we've won. We played terribly. But the thing for me is that we know we can play a lot better. That's the thing. We know we can perform a lot better than that. Now, but I'm not going to be going around saying, back to winning ways and, you know. Uh, no, it, it wasn't like that. It was not a good performance. Okay, so I'd like to introduce a new segment. So if you haven't followed us <laughs> on Twitter, it's at Peacock's Raw. And um, I've put out a tweet which says post-match thoughts. So uh, I thought that Lee and Cookie might take it in turns to read out some of the comments that some of your comments that we've got so if you just tell firstly everybody who has replied and then what they've said i'm happy to do that can i go with the what feels like a more positive one to start with because they are more or less aligned with what we've been talking about but um jonathan brook who is at jonathan brook 84 said a massive win the players showed real character to win that one. And I do think that that's a fair shout to show the character to win when we were um, a bit up against it. Yeah, um, Andy Firth, Andy Firth 21, points over performance. Uh, worryingly, Bielsa says he's happy with the current squad and doesn't need strengthening. Uh, it definitely needs strengthening defence and midfield, kind of echoing our kind of thoughts, really, as we've been going through the podcast, really. I've got a good one. I like this. It's always, if you scroll down to the bottom and go to show more replies, <laughs> you know it's going to be someone a bit angrier. So this is from at Will Clay, who is Will, who says, St. Maximan is scary. Anthony Taylor is a shit scum bastard. <laughs> BT are just as bad as Sky with their cameras. Yeah, that is a point, actually, isn't it? There's too many close-ups of uh, Bielsa and players and things like that. We miss the, miss the action, don't we, sometimes? It's really pissing me off this season. Uh, there's a couple of ones that along the same line. No filters, no filters, 56. Uh, Anthony Bryan, I think that is, just along the lines of can we breathe now or and breathe. So, again, echoing what we're saying, really. And and it does feel like that, doesn't it? You know, it felt a bit nervy. It felt like those championship games at the end of last season, didn't it, where we needed to hang on to win to stay at the top of the league, and it was like that again today. Yeah, the good news is the Twitter guys, uh, Don, it feels like they have definitely been watching the same game as us and they were not deluded because the top comment is from bite your legs 70 who said awful watch last 25 minutes completely agree mate nervous on the pitch and off it thought roberts was great second half and get stuck uh, get stick for no real reason click added composure when he came on and finally raf was top draw not sure about the composure but I will agree with Raf and Roberts. Yeah, for sure. Although um, I think he justifiably gets a bit of stick sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd agree with that. I think um, Mark Beatty, Mark J Beatty, uh, so six points off Newcastle. We have to be pleased with that. And I think that's an important point, really. I think with that, we kind of keep our heads right above water, you know, and that's all it's about, as you said, Cookie, earlier on. You know, anything that, we, that means we're going to be in the league next year is a successful season. Although we are obviously aiming a little bit higher than that, to say the least. Um, but yeah, keeping our heads well above water, six points off Newcastle and a lot more sort of above the teams below that. Yeah. Do you want to do one the... more, Donny? 
Yeah, well, I was just going to say, it's the first time that uh, we've taken six points off Newcastle. So we've done the double over them uh, since 1975. Yeah, it's Jimmy um, Armfield. So that was the little segment where we read out your thoughts. Um, so I did want to briefly talk about, um, so thank you very much for sending them in. And if you want to uh, do that every match, hopefully we'll... Uh, get your comments in there so i did want to talk about the the commentary so because there are a few mistakes again oh. from pundits uh apparently stuart dallas is is from leeds leeds born this is the second fucking time <laughs> someone mm. in the bt research office is gonna get the p45 hopefully very soon because it keeps feeding them that don't they Christ. do they even do they not understand what do they think cookstown cafu is is cookstown now in leeds too jesus Fucking Christ, these people are fucking useless, aren't they? And I know it was a, a year ago now, but I do believe that Steve Bruce has lost to Leeds. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Oh, I yeah. don't remember us winning 5-2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, it's it's becoming a, a, an old meme now. It's a dead meme. Uh, pundits, they, they need to be better. They need to be a lot better. You'll hear the excuses, won't you, that... They're covering a lot of games these days. But I'm not being funny, guys. In my job, I have to professionally prepare for what I do. And if I turn up and chat shit and don't know what I'm talking about, I would get in bother. Uh, it's as simple as that. And this, I, I hope this shows that we don't care whether you're a, a man, a woman, a clown, a dog, whatever you are, if you're chatting shit, we're going to call you out for it. It doesn't matter who you are. Um they're all this, clowns, this non- mate. This nonsense does your head in. If only people were as good as, and let's be honest, there are good ones. Gary Neville, as much as it upsets me, Micah Richards, Ian Wright, Jamie Alex Carragher. Scott. Yeah, Alex Scott is phenomenal. Like, there's so many good ones, and their reputation is tarnished because there's too many bad ones. Here's a great tweet from Chris. Uh Chris 15 PG. Um, Karen, Karen Carney has said, great four points for LUFC tonight. Up into the playoff places for the PGA Tour. <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> obviously that's just a joke. Um, let's talk about Man of the Match then. Um, I th- thought it was a brilliant goal from, from Harrison. Um, I thought Dallas played very well when he went to left back I thought Rodrigo had some good interplay with Rafinha um, but I thought Rafinha looked the most threatening and, and onto it uh, would you agree with that? Yeah I would I would. I think Cookie obviously summed it up pretty well earlier on he just looks dangerous doesn't he every time you get the ball he makes it up on your seat make, or at the moment when we're all at home watching it, it makes you shuffle to the edge of your sofa maybe um, mm. But yeah, got the goal. Brilliant goal. Great finish. You know, really calm and collected. And he really intelligently like, just peeled off to the edge of the box. Then as soon as Rodrigo got the ball and turned, Rafinha just caught, kind of waited, letting everyone run past him and then just rolled it in the corner. And then a great little ball again for Harrison. His vision sometimes is outstanding, isn't it? The way he picks out these passes. You know, it wasn't on the par of the one that we saw against Villa in his, uh, I think it was his debut, wasn't it, against Villa away? Um, but, you know, he's right up there. You know, great pass and great finish from Harrison as well. Um, drifts in and out of games a bit but yeah definitely the man of the match for me tonight I think I thought he was our best player I thought he was the best player on the pitch consistently throughout the whole 90 minutes yeah he was um, by far and away a long long way <clears throat> above every other player on the pitch um, he was the best player there for us 
Um, I don't think anyone else comes close. I think he's, he's the only one you could say for, for man of the match. I think the only player you could even consider in the same breath, even close, would be Melier, just because he made a couple of good saves, looked solid. So, But yeah, for me, Rafinha by a mile. Gave me a couple of heart attacks. That's what he's there for. Entertainment. There was one... <laughs> he, he stared down the uh, the eyes of Plavon going Newcastle attackers, didn't he? <laughs> Sent them a sent them off for a packet of chips. <laughs> yeah, it was a class little moment. Yeah, I actually, no wanted when he skipped past two of them. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, right? Because I love this guy's Twitter. So it's um, at LUFC Data. Mm. He's come up with a very interesting fact, which is Leeds have now matched our eight league wins achieved throughout the entire 2003-2004 Premier League season with half the season remaining. That makes me feel cosy inside. Yeah, that's makes a positive, isn't it? Mm. So. I guess final thoughts then, and probably from me, it would be that we never have to watch that game of football again. Um, we're 14 points away now. Um, how many games is there left? 19. Uh, looks like 19. Yeah, so we're exactly halfway. That's what there I you just go. said. So we're halfway. <laughs> Whoa, living on a prayer. Um, so... <laughs> 14 points to go to ensure Premier League status, and I think we're going to get it. Um, I know that I've gone crazy throughout this this podcast, but I'm a man full of emotions. And I know that we've I, I've said, you know, get the checkbook out and bring in some players and and all that. But looking at the table, actually, we probably don't need to. I mean, I, we I, probably I, I don't still need really, to. really love... You know, Mr. DePaul to just, you know, pop by, say hello, maybe stay a while. I'd I'd appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. And and, and if there's a there's a player in the same vein as a fucking uh Oliver Decor somewhere out there as well, I, I wouldn't say no to that because I think that would be great. I mean, if you can get Forshaw back, that's that's fine. He's not far but, off, apparently. <laughs> it's that like weeks instead of months now. <laughs> I do think he's quite far off a decor level yeah. um, quality, though. Um, he, I have to t- kind of remind myself of that first season where he, he really wasn't that great and, and nobody really wanted to see him in the team. <laughs> and then if you look at the, the, the start of the championship season, that's when he really looked um looked to play okay final thoughts then from uh, lee first yeah like you say it's all it's all about points isn't it you know we need to say in the league we're halfway there as you <laughs> just belted out for us donny um but we're well over halfway there in terms of points aren't we you know it's nice it would be nice if we went out and got rodrigo de paul or someone else who could just really make us feel secure about things but at the end of the day, I think it's looking good for staying in the league. And it's only year one in the Premier League for us. So we can always, you know, we've got to build slowly, I feel. And it's uh, it's not about just going splashing the cash just because you can potentially, you know, take things slower. We wouldn't see him until March, April time anyway, would we? We'd be also once to blood him. So, um, yeah, good result today. You know, good to get the three points, good to get back to winning ways, although not the best performance in the world. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can carry it forward with a bit more confidence into the next game and you know for the rest of the season. But yeah, I think we're looking pretty good to to stay up now. Cookie, honestly, I'm I'm just happy. Um, we're probably three maximum four wins away from staying up, and that has to be the ultimate goal. Rafinha looked class. I think 
what we've got now is um I think we've got a fairly tough run of games after this, if I remember rightly. Um Bielsa's got to go away yeah. and work out what isn't clicking, what is causing us to not be able to transition at speed, what's stopping Bamford getting the chances that he was. Why are we not creating as many chances as we were? And that's his job, I guess, in his role as coach is to to solve that puzzle. And recently it doesn't feel easy, but I think we have to be rest assured that you don't stop being good overnight. If we've played that football before, we can do it again. And as I said last time when we lost to Brighton, I still feel the same, even though we won tonight. It still feels like we're on a bit of a run like that one where Luke Ayling did the depressing interview. And we came out the back of that and absolutely smashed it. So I'm sure there are better things to come, or we can hope. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, so it's my dinner's arrived, so it's very much time to go. So uh, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, that would really help us out. We'd appreciate it. So it's a very goodbye from me. You can catch me at The Adelites on Twitter. And it's a very goodbye from Lee Wakefield. Yeah, goodbye. See you next time. And it's a very goodbye from... Cookie. Goodbye. Let's hope the next review is a lot better. I've never known you so depressed on something where we've won. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It was, Donnie, it was horrible. Sorry about that. Thank you for a smile on your face. We're, yes. uh, we're 12th, we're close to Arsenal, and we're staying up. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard, Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games.